0: For more information about this and other podcasts we produce, please visit thoughtjarproductions.com. And now, for this week's episode. Hello everybody, and welcome to the Cinema Catch-Up Club. We're right in the middle of Australia Month. G'day. Hello. Hello. See, they're all around me. uh, My name is Stephen Platt. I am your your, um, friendly non-Australian, guiding you through. Uh, So to all our international listeners, uh, welcome. As we hit our third Australian film, and we are hitting a cultural comedy classic called... The, the castle. castle. Yes, joining me to review the castle, castle. we have as always uh, someone who has seen the film and someone who has not. Our guest who has not seen the film, and sat to my right, it's Andrew David. Hey, Stephen. How are you? Oh, I'm uh, Dinky Die. I'm. Uh, yep, I'm that's bl- one of them. Blooming onions. Grain. <laughs> y- y- you really picked de- up the lingo. Those are yeah. definitely
1: <laughs> phrases that we still use. Yep.
0: Uh, I-, I I am good. Uh, just a reminder for the folks at home, Andrew. Who are you and what? What do you do? Uh, I'm Andrew, and I am
2: a uh, special effects workshop assistant for a company called Traumasim. We make blood and guts for medical training for military and paramedics and that kind of thing.
0: And you haven't seen the castle.
2: I have not. I'm assuming I've caught it at some point in my youth Mm -hmm. because I'm Australian. Like chicken pox? Yeah, I did get that. So maybe at the same time, Mm. quite possibly. Um, But I don't think I've actually seen it. Properly. Okay. But what, what do you know about the castle? I'm just curious. From pop cultural osmosis, I'm assu- what I assume it is, is uh, an Australian family dramedy. Mm-hmm. There's a barbecue somewhere, I'm assuming, and maybe a pool. Oh, well... They're,
0: they're all australian things yeah but, <laughs> i'm just uh, gonna just look, things australian I, I haven't seen the film either so i'm just gonna nod and go yep that all sounds reasonable <laughs> uh, whether or not it is reasonable we can find out <laughs> from our guest who has seen the film it's kate willoughby
1: g'day everyone um, I don't actually say that. Uh, hello, my <laughs> name's Kate.
0: <laughs> and uh, just a reminder Kate, who are you and what do you do?
1: Uh, so my name's Kate and I work at the Constable Care Child Safety Foundation. So really it's we go around to schools and we teach children to be safer than themselves and in the wider community.
0: And you have seen the castle?
1: I have seen The Castle, uh, Stephen. It wasn't something that I grew up with as a kid uh, just because it uh, I was a child. But my older siblings, we've got a big age gap, so they were young when the movie was out. So for them it became a tradition to watch it. And mm-hmm. my older sister, she actually has it as a tradition to watch it for Christmas. So after a full day of swimming in the pool – having prawns, cold ham, hanging out um, all day in the sun. They'll sit in and they'll watch the castle with the family.
0: That's a very Australian Christmas. It yeah. is actually
1: really Aussie now that I think about it. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, we have like the little paper, you know, the paper crowns and yep, stuff like yep. that. And the terrible uh, have crackers, a pavlova. Of and, yep. you know, they're classic The terrible Australian, joke cards. The terrible joke cards that yep. no one gets. Mm. Everyone, yeah, mm. Or they read the punchline because the thing's upside down and they've read the punchline and go, that doesn't make sense. And... Yeah, classic. Mm. Um, yeah. It's
0: not a Christmas film, though, is it?
1: No, it's not a Christmas <laughs> film. Ah, uh, <laughs> that there's no Christmas related, but the movie's about family.
0: Ah, uh, no. so oh, that's the it's okay. a,
1: there aren't any pools.
2: Oh, I got that wrong. All
1: barbecues, oh. really, in the movie. Then everything I know about it is wrong. Um, but it's it, I don't want to give why it's called the castle, but at the end of the day, it's about I think the best version of what Australia was. Um in, like, the 90, 80s and 90s about the, the best... There's some negative stereotypes of Australians, mm-hmm. while this one's, like, uh, you know, the best sort of working-class mm. Australian image, which is why I think so many Australians really care.
2: I assumed it. It. it was called mm. the castle because of the phrase every man's house is his castle.
1: You are correct. Nailed it. <laughs> You'll see why that's important, though, like, why okay. that specific... Mm phrase gets used a lot but i think we should watch the movie so you guys can get my drift and my references i keep using references to you all and you're like i don't know what you
0: mean we just assume it's you being weird yeah Yeah. love it all right well shall we jump into it then sure let's
1: do it
0: all right everyone well um grab your dvds and prepare to tell everyone else that if they want the tv (laughs) they're dreaming as we prepare (laughs) to watch (laughs) the castle Welcome back, everybody. We have just finished watching The, the castle. castle. And uh, joining me once again are Kate Willoughby and Andrew David. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. So what did we think of The Castle? Let's start with you, Andrew. First time watching it. I really, really enjoyed it. It mm. was really, really funny. Like, even a lot of the jokes were pretty obvious when they were setting them up. But mm. even when they happened, you're like, that was, that was just perfect. Mm. It was, it was tremendously funny. Yeah. Again, first time watching it, you know a couple of the jokes that are coming up. If you spend any length of time in Australia, you know about things like, you know, that is going straight in the pool room. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but lots of things that I, I guess haven't necessarily seeped into the, the popular culture, which are really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have to say I was completely wrong. They specifically call out that the fact that they do not have a pool. Mm. Mm. So. And it didn't appear as though there was a barbecue anywhere. So. No, I was looking so, for but it. But you did but... see their
1: barbecue skills um, in uh, in Boragoon. Yeah. Uh, of mm. all, like, or who lack you... thereof. Who asked for medium rare? It's <laughs> it's just the burnt. most
0: charmed thing. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't actually
1: see them barbecue. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm. And uh, Kate, your first time watching it since, uh, well, I presume Christmas Day. Uh... Yeah, well, actually, we <laughs> didn't
1: do it last Christmas. So it's been like about a year. Okay. Yeah, so we watched a different movie this year, but the year before it was um, The Castle. Yeah, mm. so. And it held up? It, yeah, it held up. It was really funny. I think it's good having that break because you sort of, you remember and you're like, oh, it's so funny. Uh And there's so many, it's also a fond like watching it, I get like a warm
2: Lots of nostalgia. Lots of nostalgia mm.
1: for like my childhood because I think we were
2: like it looks like every other friend's house that I was ever that, at that I grew up with yeah. and mm. I
1: think it's because the housing now is different but I, my childhood was the 90s and early 2000s um in Queensland mm. family was you know looking back I was like oh my god we were poor mm. but they never made you feel and I think that's what the castles about is that they're a, a very working class family you Extremely. know but they were loved and they sort of had that community about mm. each other and it was just things like just, like, on the kitchen table, all there was was tomato sauce and Worcestershire sauce. Literally, when you look at it, there's two bottles of tomato sauce, two different types of Worcestershire. Yeah, perfect. Um, and they, and, they <laughs> and before they even taste it, lots of Worcestershire sauce on the meat and lots of um, tomato sauce on the vegetables and stuff. And, mm. like, just the table set up and the curtains. And, yeah, like the wallpaper, the, the tiles. The wallpaper, yeah. like, everything of how, like, how you grew up living was very similar. Mm. You know?
0: it, it's interesting because obviously I, I didn't come to this country until the early 2000s so and to my experience was um, all I suppose what you'd call the new housing. I don't think I ever lived or have lived in a house that's quite like that until I started dating Ellen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, watching this film, Opened your eyes. got very very strong <laughs> vibes of Ellen and Ellen's side of the family. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because um, I, I have to say that I, I might actually have... Um, basically, Ellen's, Ellen's father is Daryl. Yeah, yeah. Daryl is a lot like my mother with the hint of my father in there. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a real... There's something that Michael Caton's like captured in that performance, which yeah. is very... Australians of that age, mm, yeah. of that generation, who've come through that time period, um, and I'm sure Ellen won't mind me saying, and if she does, well, I'll edit it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but the, yeah, the, it's um, actually a compliment, really. Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah, Daryl is a, is um, an a, an upstanding citizen who, you know, I, he's just such a nice guy. You know, he's a nice yeah. guy.
1: He sometimes has. He's like that. He's the Australian that I think, you know, he he's working class. He's not necessarily. He's not a, like a smart man in the book educational sense but he works hard his heart's in the right place and he might say some ignorant stuff Mm. but again it's never out of hatred it's out of him just not knowing and then like what he said like you know his his brother his son-in-law is a greek family (laughs) Um, you know, and like, you know, we always thought she'd, you know, marry one of our own, but you know what? These Greeks are all right. Like that kind of, (laughs) oh, oh. when he was getting his home take and him going, now I know how these Aborigines feel. And you're like, oh, oh, Daryl, but at the same time, it's him just going like, oh, I've like these were something that I was ignorant about, but I've learned and I've grown and my heart is in a loving place towards all people. And it's really... He was, like, sort of the best version of, I guess, of the working class, like, Australian. I think that's why lots of people connect with
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, he, he is a, a, you know, genuinely lovely character. Mm. He's got... um, I mean, the whole family dynamic is wonderful. Um, it was
2: really refreshing to see a family that was... There was some dysfunction, obviously, but, like, they all loved each other.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, even though, I mean, obviously, the, the eldest son, Wayne, is in prison. Yeah. But, mm. you know, none of them are like, oh, he's in prison. It's like, oh, he's in prison, you know. But Which, again, are. is very, like... I
2: had heaps of friends who, so like, there's one family member who's in prison and that was the kind of vibe. It was like, uh, he's in prison, we'll get out eventually. Mm. But that's very reminiscent of, pe- like, people I grew up with. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and you could see that he thought maybe he failed as a parent and, like, but never as a... Mm. It wasn't necessarily, he, their son's not a bad child, but it was sort of, he was going, I could have done better as yeah. a parent. And you're sort of like, well, you did a really good job, like, how mm. you're raising your kids and stuff like that. And
0: yeah. I, I really love that his, his relationship with... All of his children was quite different. Like Mm. he didn't like. Normally, when you see these these sort of like heartwarming family tales from, dare I say, an American perspective, you don't often get much of a differential between how the parent interacts with the different children, Mm. except on a gender basis. Now Mm. we have a little bit of that with here because he's got the one daughter. Yeah. But he's proud of the fact that she is the only one that went to a tertiary education. She went to uh, (laughs) TAFE. Sunshine TAFE. Sunshine sunshine, TAFE (laughs) for hairdressing. And he was so
1: proud of it. He was like, "Oh, look at you getting your." A big fancy education
0: yeah yeah and yeah, for th- for those who aren't familiar tafe is it is a tertiary education thing over here but it's not quite at the university level and is sometimes looked down upon the especially
1: like hairdressing it's sort yeah of hairdressing. seen as a yeah
0: hairdressing you know tafe is a very um useful and acceptable
1: yeah but we uh, all get a haircut yeah. you know yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> <But> apparently
0: <laughs> ooh but that's looked down on them yeah exactly but you know he he has pride because he says no one in our family's ever gone to higher education yeah he's talking to um was it Merrigan yeah M- yeah, and like he's talking about his son hmm. who's just got like
2: his umpteenth he's degree. A, he's, a, he's a barrister. And now yeah. he's a barrister. And he's, he seems to be, Daryl seems more proud of his daughter being, being a hairdresser hmm.
0: than Mer- Merrigan seems of well, his son being a barrister. Well, it's not so much that he's, he's saying, because um, that was Bud Tengwell's character. Yeah. Yeah, was that Lawrence? That was his name? Oh, oh so bad I jotted yeah. down Lawrence but okay. anyway Lawrence, yeah. anyway uh, he was talking to Bud Tingwell uh, a yeah. yeah. um, uh, very famous Australian actor um, and he, he you know he I think he treated that that guy having a, a barrister for a son as being like equal, equal with his daughter it, at yeah. the end of the
1: day it was a parent and even him having that language of going oh we're part of the generation where could you ever imagine your kid? going up there and 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 being able to do tertiary education so and uh, to go higher up i should say yeah. so yeah treating it equal like you he just as proud like being a barrister and being a hairdresser just as proud because your kids Brought home that degree, and they worked hard to do yeah, something Yeah, he has it framed about. on the wall, and he has, he's cleaning oh, it off. And... Oh, you must have. Oh, <laughs> you must be have a few of those in your pool room, like you know. Yeah, I'd like of... to see your pool room. And I think yeah. that's why, obviously, their friendship uh, bloomed mm. was because of mm. that equality, equity. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think I think so. And um, coincidentally, uh, Lawrence Hamill was the name of uh, Charles Burton Tingwell's character. Ah, Lawrence Hamill Yeah, yeah, um, but. You know, the fact that he was nice to them. I love uh, just getting back to the family. Mm. He and his son, Steve, and the trading post connection. <laughs> yeah. Like, St- Steve could have quite easily been a nothing character. Yeah. Um, and and wasn't. You know, he, yeah. he, he was always just kind of like, Dad, there's jousting sticks. <laughs> like, what are you going to do with jousting sticks? <laughs> oh, I don't know, but if you get them at that price. It's a bargain. A bargain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: and that's what I loved. And also, like, he's an ideas man. Like,
0: just <laughs> that every, like, every so often. The but the
1: thing is, okay, can I it's just so say... Good. So many fair. I remember people I know having that in their house it because must it's like have it, to- come from this. it totally. What well, you put a bit of soap on hmm. and you would clean. Yeah. Because can I just say I loved how they were listing all the ca- that joke of the cars. Oh yeah, the Commodore. Yeah. I'll move. You move this car and I'll you move I this car. Keys. I get the I get the
2: car. That's exactly it.
1: And and everyone has a boat. It doesn't matter how. Like if you're managed to have like a bit of enough money, you've managed to get if a boat got a for boat, cheap.
0: Yeah, that means you're on the up and up. Yeah, like and i loved that it was called sea lady something about that name just really tickled me <laughs> uh, it was kind of a slightly majestic name for what was essentially a dinghy but you know it's yeah, but, in you a know, dam. again it was his boat and the thing yeah. is is what what i think i really appreciate about what this film did is they've set up a a very i suppose typical working class australian family that is living what they consider to be an idyllic lifestyle. Mm. Now, it's set up in a way that, you know, we can laugh at them. We can laugh at the fact that they live so near to the airport and so, so near that they can walk with a trolley when yeah. they wake up. <laughs> and, like, they live above
1: power lines. Yeah,
0: but the th- And, you know, like, the, the place they, they go on holiday that they get very excited for is, is you know, it's, it's great because the lake's got less water in it at this time. totally, <laughs> <So year. so laughs> yeah. Um, and the view's great because there's power lines. lines yeah. <laughs> yeah, but all, all of these... Um, all of these things, which are things that you know, we laugh at and we we joke. You know, they're going to Bonnie Doon, and it's um, it's maybe not the best place in the world, but it, it's they've created essentially their own um idyllic situation. Mm. You know, genuinely, there isn't really anyone in the family that's going oh, this is a bit crap, Oh, this isn't any good. And, you know, mm. like, um, Con, the son-in-law played by Eric Banner, his first film role, by the way. Wow. Yeah, I know, yeah. I was
1: like, yeah, it's good when you see, like, bigger celebrities, like, hey, Eric Banner. Like, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but the fact that, like, he's um, you know, this, from a, from a different community, as you said, he's, yeah. he's from a, a Greek family. And, and he's a, an accountant, isn't he? An accountant, so he's, so he's, well he's well a done. little bit fancier mm. as well, yeah. But he's also into his kickboxing and, like, they're all like, oh, man, he's, a, he's, a, he's an athlete, you know, he's, <laughs> he's got to have that passion, but, you know, they're just so accepting of him. He's accepting of his friend who's a lawyer despite the fact that he's not a very good i don't know lawyer. how he became a lawyer <laughs> yeah. like it's not his field but he's mm. also doing a terrible job yeah <laughs> um but yeah this this acceptance of everyone mm. um i i think it's something that's quite um uh, quite quite important And i think it's something mm. that ultimately is what shows that these characters are redeemed for living in such a positive way because mm. you know ultimately it was him i, I believe treating uh Lawrence just like another uh, bloke yeah. at the call, yeah. and yeah. you know Lawrence. That that's what made him take an interest and make him go, oh, this seems like a nice guy. And looking into it, because you know he he essentially is is uh, a Deus Ex Machina. He just comes in and, and fixes. Yeah, the problem. and I
2: thought it was going to be he was going to be the father of
0: the. Um the attorney defending the airplane company. Oh, the the one of Clark Ordore. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was... Yeah, but it was nice. Um, Instead, he was the father of one of the chasers instead. (laughs) I love that. I love that
1: he's just there. But I also like the fact that um, even something as little as um, uh, accents. So every person that he that Daryl came up against. So it was the the first woman he sees, you know, sort of faking her concern. Like, Oh, I can understand he feels like, look, don't bullshit me. Yeah. Um, and then um every person that he met had that very neutral what a lot of people would consider, even though it's completely not, sort of that English Australian accent where yeah. it's very neutral and it's very like we're high highly educated. So they- and then everybody he was up with him mm-hmm. had that more broad Australian accent. So, so was, yeah. they,
0: they sounded like me, is what you're trying to say. No, <laughs> they, didn't sound, they didn't sound like you, but no, like but the lawyers and you would and the be judge. the villain. Oh, I would. You I, would be I, the villain, I yeah. did realise watching this, I was kind of like, I would be playing the lawyer that he calls a dickhead all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that would what a be great it. ending. Yeah. yeah. Bad luck. Dick
2: dickhead. <laughs> and
1: you sort of, you forget, you forget like, how much swearing is in this well, movie? I, I, I always love forget like, The how first much swearing use is. of
2: the word fuck is when Dennis is is wrestling with the photocopier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and then from then it just builds. Yeah. And it, it made me wonder how much might have got edited out in um international edits. Yeah, because, because yeah. It, for an Australian audience, like a moderate level Australian audience, just having the F word in there. It's completely normal. Yeah. For... Well this
0: film is R rated. Oh, yeah, yeah, which okay.
1: because it would be because of all the swearing, yeah. but again, mm. it's very real. Like mm. that printer, and, and and but the thing is, is that that first I, I want to be for our international audience that first <laughs> fuck isn't a fuck, it's a fuck. Yeah, it's like a ah, it's like with a, an fuck. R, a it's an a R, like yeah. a, and it's mm. you know, you fucking thing, like, why would you fuck? Like, mm-hmm. and it's a very, it's a very Australian, yeah. like, um pronunciation pronunciation of and you just go yes this yeah. is exactly <laughs> yeah like um you understand, like i've been
0: there. the difference you
1: understand the difference yeah it's the same with like there's the fuck which is like far mm. then there's the angry fuck where it's gritted teeth and yeah. it's like you fucking, like it's like, like it's mm. a very like actual angry hatred. yeah and then there's the fucking like the the which, which is, is just which uh, is just the emphasis yeah mm. oh you fucking didn't like you fucking mm. you don't you don't have the you know, it's, yeah. It's, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm just going to point out now uh, for me when I'm editing this later um, <laughs> that <laughs> don't bother putting in the bleeps. This is... Yeah, like, you, can't <laughs> put that, you can
1: maybe put the bleeps in the rest of them, but for that particular, <laughs>
0: yeah, there is that, a That one can flow, I think. But yeah, we, we see a very respectful family. So a family that loves each other. We see mm-hmm. this uh, family which is in the unfortunate position of having a house right next to the airport which meant it was cheap we can't figure out how we got it so cheap <laughs> but then obviously this land acquisition order comes in where it's basically saying oh yes it's a compulsory um it's a compulsory a- acquisition, acquisition yeah. Yeah. thank you very much um, and oh, you know, it, it obviously just just rocks their their world and mm. it's it's really wonderful that I, I think at no point does daryl ever consider any level of remuneration acceptable uh, mm. Even when, you know, the yeah. lawyer comes along and offers an extra $25,000. but even
1: though the money they were giving just wasn't, because like for me, I was going, it's hard because like now in 2017, it was in the 90s, a palm of my own was going, oh, I know housing was like different. So when he gave the first $70,000, mm. for me, I was like, oh, that's not a lot. But then a part of me was going, well, that's because a basic house is eight hundred thousand now, and they got this lot cheap. So then, but when she was talking talking about about apartments, flats, yeah, eighty grand, eighty grand for like a two bedroom, and I was just like, I was like, oh, okay. So they were getting all of everybody in that block was getting screwed over, like financially anyway as well. But
0: they were also in an area which would be severely devalued because they are Mm. right next to the airport, and as they mentioned a couple of times, there was a lot of lead in the soil. Yeah. 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 What do you know about lead? (laughs) Yeah. So. Which I, I
1: think it shows. I think like the, the big story of like the average Australian, and then it's the lead, it's the airport, it's like the story is really. I think that's why another people, why people like it. It's the Australian family, the Australian man, the average Joe going against mm. the government and the corporations that are meant to be protecting them. So yeah. it's sort of like the Goliath story, which is, you know, the small going up the big one. I think that's why. Which it works. they they which say they actually da- in there. there was
0: a Daryl versus a Goliath. Goliath. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and and of course we we get to see the neighborhood we get to meet uh, Farouk, uh, Farouk the neighbor Farouk. from Beirut. Everything he says I think is culturally insensitive.
2: Yeah, but it's really funny.
1: But now, I I love the fact that how you establish his character, which again I think shows mm. a lot about Daryl and also the community that they're in. Mm. Was that the fact that he he well, obviously they had this friendship enough where he came and he said, "Can you read this to me?" Because yeah. he's a he's a migrant that has mm. come or a possible refugee because he's. Come he, from a war-torn yeah, country. Yeah, he references
0: the fact that it's like, this plane drops value. In my country, a plane drops bonds. I prefer this plane. Like, and that was such <laughs> a good That's joke. So good.
1: Um, and, like, so he comes over and Daryl reads the letters for him, you know, to, because obviously reading English isn't... It to yeah. be a lot harder. Um, so you sort of see that dynamic and also the area that they're living in. You've got the pensioner, the single... The
2: single yeah, the woman, the di- 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 divorcee, the di- yeah.
1: divorcee where she might have some kids. You don't even, you know, she yeah. might be a single mother, and then you've got migrants and refugees. So it is like a, a lower social economic yeah, well, area. It's where
2: people that couldn't afford anything else went.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm. And I thought it was a really nice reference. But he was a good character. Like he had just had one lines like, make sure you wear a suit, and he's wearing a tuxedo. tuxedo. <laughs> and um, he go <laughs> and when the guy when they get like a like a mob guy to come in and threaten. He's just like, he goes, I've got a guy. And then I told him, Well, I've got a guy. And I'll he's get like, my guy to put a bomb, a bomb. under your
2: car. <laughs> he goes, I <laughs> don't. he ha- ran the way. <laughs>
1: He goes, But I don't have a guy. But because I'm Arab and I mentioned bomb, they freak out. And I thought it was just so. I was like, That's brilliant. Yeah. And I
0: think it was, you know, it was a. a I, I, I would say a more um, true to life depiction of what these mm. communities are like, you know, where you have. Um, like you say, the pensioner and you've got uh, someone who's an immigrant, and they all live together in this situation, and they they make it work. And you know mm. they're the, they're nice enough to each other. You know they mm. they they're going around and checking on each other and seeing how they're doing. Um, you know they know things about each other, like um, uh, Daryl making the comment about Jack, the pensioner, and saying, you know, well his son in law's in Perth, so he's no use because it's yes. too far away. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was it was really lovely seeing that, and you know it was I mean. You know, you it's a film that's designed to make you root for this family, for Daryl yeah. and for the Kerrigans and for everyone. Yeah. Um, but they do it really well. They yeah. do it so
1: well. And also every time, just like also that it was like a loving relationship. Mm. And again, like so many times you might like, you know, even though it is a very traditional dynamic of, She's letting him, you know, sort of run things a bit more around here and stuff. But that story about how they met, and you know, and also every time he's she he's a man with principle. He's a man with principle, and and that's why I love him. And and every time she cooks something, he'll be like, oh, what do you call Ooh. this
2: chicken? <laughs> chicken. And what's on top? Seasoning. Seasoning.
1: <laughs> oh, now why would you go anywhere else? And the thing is, is that like again. Like, um, you know, when my parents were still together, like if when mum cooked something, he would have a very similar thing when you were kids. Like, and I think that's another reason why it's just like this pristine sort of working Mm. class family. And again, I think at one point in the movie, I was like, "My dad had that very same jumper, yeah, it like the boat. pink, yeah. that pink color from the nineties with paint on it. and cement, yeah, mm. and like you know just and also, which I didn't say in the movie, um, you know how he was singing Bur- the burroo goon song, yeah, um, when we used to go to Bunbury as a kid, mm. my mum and dad used to sing." Uh, a song that they had the same thing just on a loop, which again, maybe they got it from the movie. But yeah. they'll just be like, We're on the road to Bunbury, Come on down. And that's all <laughs> they would sing, like as they went as they went down. And um so like there's it's just like my childhood but a caricature of it a bit. Um, mm. while also in so much realism, like the dialogue and how they handle each other mm. and um just the the, the few Australian isms they get. Like it's not over the top. It's not like oh Dinky, die, yeah, It's not Crocodile nah. Dundee. Yeah, it's not yeah. Crocodile Dundee, which I think uh, a lot of people think Australians would talk yeah, well, like. That mm.
0: That's what I was expecting. I was, yeah. I was horrified to find that wasn't the case. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you moved here going, yeah. that's not a knife, and everyone was like, fuck off. <laughs> See, with the...
0: With the AR. <laughs> I, I, got, I got it now, yeah. <laughs> I felt much more threatened than a simple fuck off. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so um, uh, speaking of Bonnie Dune, so they go and have their holiday there. Um, mm. I, I just loved all the little jokes. I love the holiday house. The um, holi- yeah. uh, so he built it in the backyard and then shipped it up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just really oh, wonderful
1: how's stuff. how's the serenity? Yes. I love that because of the fact is that the sentinels feel the serenity and I love And then the, the mozzy
2: light going the mossy, in the background. the mozzy light, I'm... Which is exactly what you just <laughs> blocked that out. Like <laughs> You're
1: like, silence. Like,
2: I, I assume the crickets... That the sound of the crickets was in the film, mm. but it was just the crickets outside in my outside my it, house, yeah, and I was like, "Oh, know, I was just
0: so sucked in." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. this surround sounds amazing. <laughs> it's great. great. Um, but yeah, and uh, it was it was really uh, fun, and it, it continued that light-hearted thing. Uh, and possibly, I mean, this is a film chock-a-block with fantastic lines. But oh, if I can yeah. just throw in my, I think my favorite is. Uh, dad radar and <laughs> oh, slide down the car and then just so how much ugly. was that $70 just paid like, for it itself. itself
1: and I thought yeah that was such just like that and again like that's I think every other country must have their own version but yeah when you had the radar system mm-hmm. you'd be so ch- proud or when people are driving down the road and you see the lights the headlights yeah. flick and everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. slows down. Oh, yeah. I feel like that yeah. must happen in other countries. Yeah, this,
0: for those of you who aren't aware, is a reference to avoiding uh, police detection of you driving your car a little bit too fast in yeah. places. Um, so he goes to the hearing. Uh, obviously, it fails. But he you know, he delivers a wonderful, impassioned uh, speech, which is kind of at the core of the film. It's, you can't buy what I've got. Mm. It's it's about uh, I mean this this film is literally called the castle. It's about a man's home is his castle. It's a home, not a house. Mm. And uh, I just wondered, uh, Andrew, um, how uh, as a viewer that that made you feel like like uh, what was your um, connection with this message? Like I suppose. Um,
2: no, it, it was a very moving message, especially because he, like you said, was so passionate about it. Um, it really is the core thesis of the film that you can't. Take away what somebody owns by right, and they keep going back to the Constitution to try to prove it, even though they they don't know what it's they're just trying the to vibe? say. The vibe, yeah, it's of just the, the vibe, it's just <laughs> the, vibe. <laughs> the whole vibe. But the the whole vibe. <laughs> But the thing
0: is, is Dennis, the lawyer, wasn't wrong that yeah. it was the vibe. That's no, essentially what Lawrence he the, the QC. wasn't saying it in the right way. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was really interesting. This film explores how language is used, and you know, at certain points, because essentially. They make friends with someone who has access to the language in Lawrence. And when they're in Canberra at the High Court, and they're, they're on their little break, um, and um, Daryl just says, boy, I wish I had your words. Too. And it was And, and so then uh, Lawrence says what he says um, a bit about the articulate. home, yeah. but more articulate. yeah. And
1: that's what I think, again, that's why I thought it was really important how they had the accents. It was still like, mm. it, it showed sort of the two parts of Australia uh, that sort of does exist, even though Australia doesn't really have classism, that distinction of...
2: Mm. And uh, I, I love I that... I like a
1: distinct line that sort
2: of... Connected. Lawrence had that mumble when he wasn't mm. in court. Like when he's just talking to Daryl, he has that, that bit of a mumble where he uh, talks words, a little it, bit into, bit into, into himself. Yeah. yeah. And then once he's in lawyer mode, he just switches on and yeah. it's amazing. Mm. Um, and it's really
0: showing that that world is is a front yeah. that they're putting on. Mm. Yeah. It it certainly is. And um, I... I just thought it was a very interesting comment and I think it is something that like class within Australia is is something which you're right it it isn't as clear as uh, maybe some other countries say for example back in England even though uh, the class system what are you talking about Um, (laughs) but but, you know there was a very clear class system in in places like the UK places with aristocracy and things like that and then when you get to uh I, I will say newer countries when you get to places like uh, the foundation of the united states of america or canada or australia um there was less emphasis on on having a class system but it is still definitely there oh, i mean yeah. and you, you know you just have to look at um i, I suppose what we would consider classic uh, australian cultural portrayals you'd be looking at things like uh, bogans mm. i mean you know there there are entire uh, programs and theatre shows, even bingo nights that are themed yeah. around b- <laughs> boganism about, you know, essentially the uh, the English equivalent would be a chav, the American equivalent would be a redneck, you know, yeah. that, that sort of... Uh,
1: well, that's why they have the Australian comedy yeah. show Middle Class Bogan, because it does look at a, a woman that was an uh, upper class bogan, sorry, that yeah. was um, adopted by a quite well-to-do family and then hmm. realising that her biological parents were that middle class, working middle class and sort of trying to combine those two worlds. Mm. So there is a very big separation but what I sort of meant was that Australia likes to hide that there isn't classism. And that was sort and it's very Australia is very on this whole equity. You know, like Australia is all about you know, equality and everyone's gotta be exactly the same.
0: Despite the fact that the reality is is But it clearly isn't and I think that
1: movie shows that very clearly through the like through the language, um, and through the accents and, and, and really the basis of the story. Like, mm. you're gonna throw us away like we're nothing because it's getting away for an airport mm. when you don't want to spend any more millions of dollars that you already own just to build it in the quarry area. Yeah. Like they could easily do it in the quarry area but it would cost them that extra bit more. Yeah. So it's easier to ruin all of these human beings' lives just to save you some money.
0: Exactly. It's that disconnect between um, what you would call common sense uh, and humanity and um, the the bottom line in terms of a corporate and business structure. Mm. Um, I mean, it is a film that's... It's a very simple story when you think about it. And, like, the film is only 85 minutes long. It's not a terribly long film. Um, But it's... I'm going to use the word padded out but in a positive way. It is padded out quite well with all of this lovely family structure. I think that padding is used extremely well to make you side more so with the underdog. You traditionally come into films like this going, I probably want the underdog to win. But the fact that you have such a brilliant performance by all of the um, actors playing the Kavanaugh family Mm. um, and everyone else associated around them, um, I think is the reason why this has become a classic. I mean, this film is 20 years old. It was released in uh, April 97. Yeah. And um you know I, I moved here six years after that and even in my first year of being here i i knew of the castle i just never got around to seeing it and it yeah. it is really interesting that it has been picked up as being like yes this is a film that represents us like, this is this
1: is us or this represents means, the this ideal is, the least. ideal of yeah. australia um yeah.
0: and but now having seen it i can really see why yeah. it's it's a fabulous film it's mm. it's tremendously fun it's good-natured it's good-hearted um and i think has that really important message about about uh, you know um about having a house uh having a home not a house about loving your family and about principles mm. and you mentioned before um th- his his wife's speech about the fact that she loved him for his principles based mm. on the fact they met at a racetrack but when she said um yeah, oh, I'm here with another guy. He went, oh, well, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not cutting in on someone else's well, uh, sandwich, sandwich, sandwich or whatever yeah. it was. And she went, I knew then he had principles. Yeah, yeah, and what? the fact that that was so important to her, and the fact that she used that at a time to explain why they were turning down the extra money um, to to their, I mean, adult sons, but still young children, their young yeah. young people, explaining that yeah. the principles are important. And I think that also feeds into when we get to the end, when Steve uh, gets married and three weeks later has a baby. Yeah. I think there may have been a slight principle there of, oh, got you pregnant, we'll, we'll have to get married now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that, that that theme of, I suppose decency is the word that I'm looking for, um, really comes through this film very strongly. Mm. Well, justness would be the, the apt word because yes. that, that's what they... They uh, focus
2: in on at the very end. Yeah, yeah but, the... all,
1: but sorry, but also on the same time of like you know he bought his home legally and then he leans over going oh, oh he hasn't seen that at the the, the extensions.
2: extensions at the back <laughs> like
1: just those little things yeah. like um you know
2: what do you think about the uh, the antenna
1: the antenna it's it's big, a big antenna, antenna. <laughs> it's <a> big antenna <laughs> like the and that's what I think works is that the heart of it mm-hmm. and then sort of the the panning out as you said really makes them. Real, and that's why I think every Australian is going either that was my family or I grew up with people like that, and mm. so it makes them real. Of like same with like you know getting so angry and and even though he ripped the the fences off the obviously it was one of the head of the company <laughs> yeah. and the police the he's cop like, I know you did it he goes look Put I know you back. did it yeah and <laughs> and then he's just like, I don't know, wait look I'm not booking ya it's just a warning I'm like man he destroyed someone's property and then he and he was like well, Daryl yeah put the gates out the back and like (laughs) just like just that Mm. kind of you know even though he's they're the heroes they've still got that australian i think um grab
2: you gotta go get it yourself you You gotta you gotta work hard
1: but also what is it i can't remember the word it's sort of that that cheeky sort of that larrikin yeah that larrikin that larrikinness of going like oh you know like you know we're gonna do you know we're gonna do like maybe we didn't get the council patio or maybe we park on the grass when we shouldn't but like <laughs> mm. you know um just stuff like that but also at the same time their hearts are in the in the right place mm. yeah mm. i think
0: so and i think it's important because obviously when you try and present role models who are perfect that's unattainable in mm. terms of if you're trying to live your life a certain way um i think the fact that they're flawed you know the fact that You know, they're constantly trying to get the best possible deal from the trading post and constantly saying, 180, tell him he's dreamy. And, you know, the fact that, yes, occasionally in a fit of rage, they'll use their towing truck to rip off someone's gate. You know, it's kind of (laughs) like people do do stupid things sometimes. And sometimes they make, maybe not bad choices, but just they don't make the best choice at the time. Mm. Ill-advised. Ill-advised, yeah. But at the same time, people are flawed. If you try and live your life in a perfect way, you're going to end up very unhappy. Yeah. And I think it's important that in, in our media, not everything is portrayed as someone being perfect and not perfect except for one thing, like they're really bad at ice skating, you know, yeah. like like yeah. just like something really obscure. Yeah,
1: or like when you have the perfect woman in a movie, but then she trips to show that she's clumsy. It's like, yeah. who, who are you? And that's why I think that's why it was important that they had one of their sons in jail. Like yeah. it was sort of like, they're not a bad family. Yeah. And that's sort of, that's what you like, when you, people think of another reason is when people think of jail, they must think, Especially that's what one of the barristers used, was like, you know, if everyone had a home like ours He's Australia, it would be great. Up. And he was like, mm-hmm. well, if everyone was like your family, then there'd be more people in jail. Like, mm-hmm. that's sort of looking down on a family because of some mistakes that people make. And then yeah. looking at it going, yeah, they've got a family in jail. Yeah, they don't have a lot of money. But when you look at them as maybe they're flawed, they're a good family. Mm-hmm. Like, they're yeah. good to people. And you e- know? E-
0: even Wayne... Is is a good character. Like whenever we see him, he's he's not, you know, like he's not to use. Uh, I suppose things that we would consider normally considered bad people in jail. You know, he's not covered in tattoos. He's not like got been working out the guns. You know, he's always just there when he's talking to his brother Dale, um, mm. and just going, you know, how's mum? How's dad? Good. Uh, when when they find yeah, good thing. Good. <laughs> good. How's how's uh, Trace? Good. Uh, how's Steve? All right. All right. Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, but the fact that um. Uh, like whenever anything goes wrong, mm. Wayne is always like, how's dad? You know? And he's mm. like, he's like, he's like, how did dad take it? Did he blow his nut? And he's like, no, he went really quiet and it Wayne like, got Ooh. really worried. Yeah. Um. And like, he was still part of the family. Like the fact that Trace went and bought him a wedding, uh, sorry, like a, a, when she went honeymoon. on her honeymoon, she bought Brack a present and it was like a, a statue of an elephant, which having worked with uh, Australia's uh, judicial system and specifically worked with a couple of prisons, I can confirm that elephant is getting no way near Yeah, the cell. I was like, they're not letting yeah. you get yeah. it in the cell. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's got too they many were... spikes on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But can I just say, on that, when they went to their honeymoon to Thailand, which is the uh, Eastern States equivalent of Bali. Yes. Uh, which I love that you're wearing a Bali shirt, by I've the I've never actually
2: been there. My uh, girlfriend got me this and it's very comfortable. I love it. Um,
1: <laughs> is the fact that you realise, because I, I knew straight away, because I've seen the movie so many times, but you realise when they're talking about, you know, all oh, the complimentary things that cover your eyes and all but the, the they're talking about the plane. And they're talking about their plane experience. <laughs> and, and the you, whole
2: story is just about the plane the, trip. About the
1: plane. And then you, you only hear about Thailand about the food once. Yeah. Satay sticks. Oh, what's that? And the wife is like, Oh, love. It's when they have chicken on a stick and they marinate it in peanut sauce and grill it. He's like, Ah. Like,
0: you know. They so much culture over there. So, dad. Much, so much culture. So
1: much culture in Thailand. So that, much culture. That
0: statue's huge. It's made of gold. gold. Yeah. And then
1: you've it's sorry it's buddha like it's just (laughs) like you know so they they talk about the plane trip the whole the whole like that that's and that is such Mm. a that is i can't express i maybe i maybe it's not an australian thing but for me it's just like when you go somewhere Mm. people don't talk about necessarily their trip straight away people talk about their flights yeah all the time they will be like oh how's your trip and i start off by going oh
0: you flight. know what?
1: I am never catching Virgin again. It's yeah. a bit cheaper, but you know what? I swear to God, they take out some of that oxygen because I got a headache.
2: Wait, it was the same <laughs> conversation. It was just the opposite because they loved it. They <laughs> loved it,
1: yeah. I went, and then I go, oh, I watched a movie. Like people What do you do, watch? Oh, I watched Wonder Woman. Oh, I haven't seen it. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. that kind of... You know, or as Twister. Which one did you Um, watch first? (laughs) Yeah, and people have those conversations before you even get to the holiday. I Mm. just loved that, sorry, yeah.
0: Um, Just before we move on, um, one person we haven't touched on is the narrator, Dale. Dale, played by a very young Stephen Curry, who um, is a very well-known and popular Australian actor um, and does a really good job of playing this narrating character who (laughs) is quite simple, um, but just says everything with that kind of wide-eyed enthusiasm of like someone who just loves their family and really like really respects his dad. Like, I, that I love across.
2: that opening shot, which is just on his face, and he's got the mullet. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I, I know what's gonna, I know what this film is gonna be now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah but he also helped narrate the jokes. You know, yeah. Like, you know, Dad always says that he's an ideas man. He's an ideas it's man. This... Like you know, that, like just the it, it, let, it set up the jokes really mm-hmm. well. But also, yeah, it showed just his love. Mm. You know, that uh, some people would say it's just ignorance, but you're like, no, like, he's, mm.
2: he's
1: you know, and, he's and happy. And know? That
2: narration thing comes back again when he's reading out uh, Wayne's letter, um, adverb... And It's like he's telling the story to us, mm. but he's telling it to his dad now, and he's re- reading an adverb and
0: he's like, oh, he told me to take out fuck, but I forgot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like... Mm. and yeah, yeah, it's interesting, because Dale, looking at it objectively, is kind of a nothing character. He mm. doesn't really do anything. He doesn't have... Like his big he connection holes. he digs holes. And it, yeah, <laughs> his he goes and sees Wayne in jail most of the time. Yeah. And digs holes. And his dad's he's like, Dale dug a hole today. <laughs> and you yeah, know, he's still proud of him and he yeah. still um has that connection. Um but other than that, Dale's purpose is just to be there as the narrator. Yeah. Observing um, everything, yeah. But does it really well. I think um there isn't really a wasted moment or character in this film mm. i think it's very well put together well
1: he's also the one that creates because he's idealistic and he sees the world of how his parents have put it and yeah. how he sees that you see the characters that way like i think mm. missing the narrator one it would take a lot of the humor out and a lot of the film transitions as well like how it was done really surrounds yeah. having that narrator there mm. um and also it made the court case at the end because again like you know he talks about his, his a dad bland. didn't really know what yeah. was going on and i think that's the point it was like look most of the viewers aren't going to understand all the legal mumbo jumbo, you know, so we're just going to sort of cut it through. But he creates that that viewpoint for you. So then you as the audience members go, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Buragoon's great, and you're meant to sort of laugh at the same time, but then, uh, you know... You're like, you like, I'd love of... to be there. But I'd love... to. Like a I... great weekend. End, I was like, you know what? I would love to be in Buragoon with that family. Yeah. I would have so much fun. Go out on the boat. Actually, I'd be a lady, so I'd probably be doing the hair. Doing the hair.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did love the hair scene, where they're just out on the patio doing all the hair stuff.
1: Oh, I can't remember the lady's names, but she was like, oh, you know, Jessica? Oh... Oh, um, um, Jess, 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 Nah, microwave Jess. And <laughs> like, I'm, it's like, such a... and I'm oh. like, yes, that's exact. And like my favorite, I, n- I didn't call cool it out, but when she was doing her covering her hair, and she had the red checkered tea towel, just with, yeah. the, with the pig I was like, yeah, that like using the the checkered tea towels and stuff.
0: I yeah. am just gonna point out. Uh, they go on holiday to a place called Bonnie Doon. Well,
1: oh, Bonnie Doon. Have I been saying burgoon the
0: entire time?
1: <laughs> Bourgoon is a place, uh, viewers, uh, listeners, in mm. Western Australia. It is um, sounds very yeah, a bit similar, of a and it sounds very them. similar. And I got that completely. Yeah, that's
0: okay. It's just I know for a fact that because here's a fun behind the scenes thing. Uh, I occasionally can see where people are listening to this program. Um, I get oh. a breakdown uh, by suburb and. Yeah we do occasionally get people listening in Burragoon. Oh, wow. um, so about that. I just felt uh, for, for our Burragoon listeners, that's for you uh, <laughs> because, um, yeah, Bonnie, Doon, it's okay. It's Bonnie Doon, yeah. yeah. Um, who wants some IMDb trivia? <sighs> oh, yes, please. Trivia me. I'm really curious
2: if there's any information on the actual uh, compulsory acquisition laws out there. I can Google it. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much of that is true. <laughs> well, I, I uh
0: I, I did, unfortunately IMDB does not cover uh, the compulsory acquisition. What law. is it for then? Uh acquiring things on a compulsory basis is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> um but yes, uh so the family name is Carrigan. Carrigan, yeah. The reason for that is so that the filmmakers could borrow the tow trucks, which actually belong to a company called Kerrigan's. Oh, that's great. (laughs) I (laughs) love that. I love love that. that. Yeah. I love that. So all those trucks they see at the end are the actual Kerrigan um, towing company's trucks. But yeah, in order to borrow the trucks for the film, okay, these characters are all the Kerrigans now.
1: I love that. They're like, can we just, yeah, that's great.
0: (laughs) Hmm. I mean, this film did seem to be made in a, bit of a um, budget on a bit of a budget yeah. you know, it's an australian film it wasn't massively well funded and i think maybe that feeds into um uh, the theme of it and kind of like the ramshackle nature of yeah. both the film and the characters and the message yeah um the shooting schedule was originally meant to be 20 days but it was cut to 11 um okay because that was the that was that See, there's the the FARC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the reason it was done is so that the filmmakers could afford to feed the cast and crew for those 11 days. You know wow. what? That's. I'll take that. You know
1: what? You've got to feed your cast and crew. Yeah. I love... That is That is such a thing
0: mm. for the castle y- yeah. to do. Oh, a- absolutely. I haven't worked on a couple of films uh, locally as well. Uh, yeah, Absolutely take the, that. The catering budget is is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, writer-creator, uh, Santo Kilaro, uh, his dad is actually a lawyer, and it was his dad's office they used as Dennis DeNuta's office. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they did any set dressing at all, or they were like, maybe no, they brought in their own photocopier. Yeah. <laughs> so I've done some research <laughs> about compulsory acquisitions. Excellent. Uh, according to the website realestate.com.au, Ooh. um, a compulsory acquisition, or resumption, uh, as it is sometimes called, is when an authority like the government acquires privately owned land or property. Most commonly, it is done in order to build infrastructure like roads or public transport. Um, as the name suggests, it's compulsory. You really don't have much of a say in the matter. <laughs> is that, that what they say? That's what they've That's written. the wording. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> compulsory acquisition is legislated under Section fifty-one or XXXI uh, for those uh, who've learned <laughs> like Roman numerals. You learn Roman numerals for this one. She <laughs> um, uh, got wrong. I loved his yeah. like section. And you can tell them it's 36 Uh, But it is part of the constitution of Australia And can be carried out federally uh, Or by the states, territories and local governments um, obviously this article then goes on to say in the castle da, da, yeah, da, yeah. Da, but then says it's not just the stuff of movies in July 2013 over 250 residents of Collingwood Fitzroy and Clifton Hill in Melbourne received letters advising the east-west link road tunnel was likely to be constructed near their properties naturally this prompted concerns that their homes would be compulsorily acquired um, and they're not the only ones in Sydney property has been compulsorily acquired in recent years for the uh, desalination point a plant, sorry, um, and roads like the M2 and M5 East. In WA, there's been huge controversy over for compulsory acquisition for the Kimberley Gas Hub.
1: Oh, the Kimberley Gas Hub. Ooh. Well, there was some bigger ones that was going on for Row 8. Um, which. Oh, yes. Which, so, which isn't got, happening now. Which isn't happening anymore because mm. um, uh, because it was going, first of all, going through the Belial wetlands, which mm. for people not in WA, or maybe people in WA that don't even know, um, it's pretty much, it. a lot of the wetlands have been taken down. A lot of native animals live there. A lot of bees as mm. well, native bees and mm. Um, And pretty much there's not a lot of sectional wetlands and they were demolishing a whole section for a freeway for trucks to be able to go to the Uh, new... To be
2: able to go halfway.
1: To go halfway to the new docks that they want um, for the ships and to pay for it because it was going to be private, you'd have to put tolls through Mm. and a bunch of houses would be knocked down for it. So Mm. it was sort of a very similar thing. A lot of houses... Very,
2: very heavily um,
0: picketed picketed yeah yeah.
1: Yeah, and eventually it um, it fell through because yeah.
0: Yeah. well we had a change in state government yeah, and definitely yeah. The, the, yeah we had uh, the liberal party in charge and then the labor party said if we get voted in there won't be one and they got voted in <laughs> and straight away they said cancelled so- yeah um, which is
1: really
0: good yes yeah. yeah, so there you go there's your australian legal update and without alex McVeigh as well yeah, yeah. I feel <laughs> he'll least...
1: probably he'll probably message me like um actually, <laughs> actually
0: you got this a little bit wrong <laughs> well alex i will welcome your rebuttal anytime i have to say this isn't actual legal advice yeah <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, for the American theatrical release, there were a few lines that were Americanised. Mm-hmm. Okay, like what? Uh, in one scene, they're watching Hey Hey It's Saturday. Yes, that a very was... dated reference. Yeah. Now, that was I'll changed to Funniest mm-hmm. Home Videos. I think that's not a bad change. That makes yeah. sense. We
1: had Funniest yeah. Home Videos yeah. here in Australia. Anyway. Although,
0: the line Gong in Red was still in the film, which made no sense. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, yes. You probably
1: thought it was a video of some sort, mm-hmm. yeah. Right.
0: Uh, Rissoles were changed to Meatloaf. And oh. ice cream bucket was changed to ice cream tub. Yeah, no, they don't say bucket, they say punnet. Don't they?
2: Don't they say punnet? Apparently they say No, tub. no, they, they did
0: say punnet. They said punnet. Sorry, right? well, punnet in that case was yeah, changed. Which I thought to was tub. weird. So there you go. Okay. There you I go. mean, we'd say tub anyway nowadays. Nowadays,
1: Probably. yeah. 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 Uh, but we used to say punnet. Mm. Yeah. Which is so, did they get the actors to repeat it or do a voiceover?
0: I I guess they I just maybe. The because of ADR. Yeah, some, or, ADI, or they yeah. just found someone that sounded like them. Could do an <laughs> Australian-ish accent. Yeah. Like Mad Max. We'd, we'd we'd have to go and have a look. Yeah. So, mm, yes. let's score the film. Sure. Uh, we'll start with you, Andrew, as you are Ooh. new to the film. What score would you give Australian uh, classic The Castle out of 10? <sighs> I give it... I think eight and a half carps out of 10. Carps? Yep. yep. No, yep. that's fair.
2: That you can't eat, but they're good catching. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Uh, Kate, what would, what would you <laughs> give The
0: Castle out of 10?
1: Oh, wow. Um, you know, I'd give it... I really like the movie. I'd give it, um, you know... Uh, it's a movie that I'd put in the pool room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd give it, you know, eight homemade mugs. That I you know oh, didn't, so even yeah. so didn't even do that classes for didn't even do classes for. I loved
0: the mug. I loved all the the craft that she did. The craft and I how love that proud he was. So he, was. he was so mm. supportive. Even though it was just so tacky, but you so should, great.
1: You should sell that. You could mm. sell that. You could sell. How'd yeah. you do
2: that? Oh, just stencils and and paint
1: and spray and a spray can. <laughs> oh, you could sell that. Uh, so yeah, I'd give it about eight out of ten. Yeah, mm. it's a good movie.
0: I am going to agree with you both. Uh, this is a fantastic film. Uh, it's an Australian classic. It's very, very funny. Uh, and if you want that experience of Australia in 1997, this is the film for you. This is that experience. Um, for me, I'm going to give it eight jousting sticks out <laughs> of ten. Um, but how much were they? Oh, they were 180. Oh, you're dreaming. <laughs>
1: uh, can I also say that I'm um, you dreaming um, Now people, international people that have watched Thor Ragnarok, you will now understand... That. Oh, Jeff
0: Goldblum's uh, bodyguard <laughs> Jeff yeah.
1: Goldblum's bodyguard how much do you think uh, 10,000 uh, do you think that's a good payment for him oh, tell her she's dreaming and I was like <laughs> uh, the Australians were like huh um, and the Commodore as well so hopefully yeah. mm. they'll get that a bit more yeah
0: alright well Kate and Andrew, thank you very much for joining me to review The Castle. Thank you, Stephen.
1: Thanks for having us. Have a good one.
0: For those of you listening at home, thank you very much for listening. If you would like to leave us a review, uh, iTunes is an excellent place to do that. Uh, Go on there, leave us as many stars as you like. Five's a good number, but, you know, we'll take four. Um, But also that helps us... uh, get up the charts a little bit and get some more friends listening that you can bug and pester to watch films with you Um, but you can also uh, leave your own personal comments uh, on Facebook just find us at the Cinema Catch-Up Club podcast, just search for us there Uh, we are of course available on SoundCloud and iTunes and pretty much any podcasting or catching service so catch us there and of course there is the Patreon where you can help uh, support the program and get some bonus goodie extras here and there so just search for uh, us on Patreon or go to the web address Patreon.com forward slash CCUC podcast. But that is all for today. So until next time, how's the serenity? (laughs) (laughs) Glorious, eh?
1: Glorious. So
2: much serenity.